0: Hey, come on in, everybody. We're just on Instagram tonight, just on Instagram tonight. Uh, Come on in. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow's message. We're down to the last two messages in our series, The Sequel, but it's going to be amazing. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know... uh, where you're watching from. Atlanta, good to see you. Let me know where you're watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Listen, we are going uh, to end this series, um, um, actually the last three messages, because I'm gonna end it in Atlanta on Friday. I'm gonna end it in Atlanta on Friday night for Friday night five, so it's gonna be amazing. Tampa, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. All right, uh, listen, we're just gonna be on Instagram tonight uh, to do a quick preview. Naperville, Illinois, good to see you. Denver, Colorado, welcome. Louisiana. Welcome. What part of Louisiana are you in? Talk to me. Tell me what part of Louisiana that you are in. So listen, uh, we're in this series called The Sequel. The premise of this series is that God always wants your next um, to be better than your present and your previous. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? My next will be better. My next will be better. Panama City, Panama Panama City beats. Good to see you. There's a dot. No, that's actually a um, a healing that is uh, healing. I, I uh, just nicked myself the other day, and it's healing. Uh, but uh, no, that is not that is not a doubt. All right, come on, Ken's, Ken Karinko, Louisiana. Welcome, 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 uh, welcome, 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 welcome. About to perform. Do well, Gonzalez, Louisiana. Welcome. Good to see you. All right. So God always wants your next to be better. He is always, 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 always. Wanting your next to be better, and this is an important principle to understand, uh, because Second Corinthians three eighteen says this: We all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord. Stop. Whatever you behold, you become. So anytime God wants you to become something, he lets you behold something. God will show you something so that you get a glimpse of what your sequel will be. And for many of you, there are things in life, there's opportunity, there are things that you've seen, things that you've experienced. And God wanted you to get a glimpse of it because whatever you behold, you become. It says, we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord we are being transformed into the same image. What image? This is the image of God, which means every day you're becoming more like God. Listen, um, you may not recognize who you're becoming, but that's because you're not supposed to recognize who you're becoming. You're becoming more like God. You're becoming more like God. That means you're taking on his traits, you're taking on his attributes, things that used to work your last nerve last year that should not work your nerve this year. Why? You should be becoming more like him. You should be calling things that be not as though they were. Why? Because you're becoming more like the Lord. And the scripture says that he calls things that be not as though they were. Every day you're becoming more like the Lord. All right. It says we are um, being transformed. And I've taught you over and over throughout this series that I love that part of the verse. Because this means that this is a perpetual process. Listen, guys, my shirt is wrinkled because I'm fresh out of the gym. I just noticed that I hate wrinkle shirts. um, And so I'm noticing the wrinkles. I'm fresh out the gym, literally fresh out the gym. All right. So in understanding that, that this is a daily process, because this is a daily process, this means you are always going to be in a transformation process. You will never arrive. The moment you arrive, you no longer need to be alive. And I need you to understand that because for many people, we like a sense of accomplishment. Come on, you better use that word. I'm reading this book now and that word is in there over and over and over again, transmutation, Uh, and I love that word. It is phenomenal, all right? right, um, And so listen, this is a process every single day, every single day. Listen, and you hear me say this often, but I've said it a lot throughout this series. You may not be where you wanna be, But you have to learn to thank God that you are not where you used to be. You are making progress. Can I get you to type down on the screen, progress? You're making progress. Progress isn't perfection. You cannot chase perfection because perfection isn't the goal. Progress is the goal. Now that was somebody saying, but Bishop, uh, but then the scripture say, "Be ye perfect, for your Father uh, in in, in heaven is perfect." Well, let me help you. That's Matthew five forty eight. When the scripture there, when the scripture uses the word perfect, it literally means, "Behold, be perfected," or "Behold, for your Father in heaven." And then, if you keep reading, it says that's done through love. All right. So the goal is progress. The goal is not perfection. The goal is that I'm better this week than I was last week. I'm better tomorrow than I was yesterday. I'm more focused. If I got off, I'm more focused now than I was yesterday. All right? So this is important. Progress is the goal. Come on here. Somebody says I'm better than I was this morning. That's the goal. Understanding that. Shout out to those of you that are sewing through the badges already. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share this quick little triangle at the bottom. We're just on Instagram tonight. Get the little triangle at the bottom. Um, it goes on this is second corinthians uh second corinthians 3:18 uh-oh second corinthians 3:18 and it says we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image here's the line from one degree of glory to the next and i've been saying in this series watch me his glory is his goodness so you're going from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory every day you are increasing as it relates to the glory of God or seeing his goodness in your life. You are increasing as it relates to the glory of God or seeing things manifest in your life. Every day, you're going from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. That's good news because guess what? You are never going to out-glory God. You are never going to get to a place where you have reached the, the height or the zenith of the level of glory that you can get to. You are always gonna see more of God. You're always gonna be exposed to more. There's always more to do. There's always more to accomplish. Let me talk to those of you who you're like me. You're a driven person. Yesterday, when I was flying back um, from DC, um, as I was flying back yesterday, uh, I sat next to a gentleman on the plane. And typically when I'm on a plane, I'll just be honest, I don't want to talk. Uh, I want to, I you know, Focus. I want to listen to my book. I want to listen to the Word. I want to rest. Uh, I, I whatever I'm doing. Uh, you know. I, but typically, I'm not a talker. Well, yesterday, well, I was on that plane. Uh, uh, this gentleman, and I uh, he was a captain and he uh, uh, was a pilot, and so um, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, you know all that. And so uh, we were talking, and, ta- and we talked our whole plane ride from taxi to taxi. We talked the whole plane ride. And in that particular, uh, while he and I were chatting, we chatted about lots of things. And then he began to talk about how he was a believer and, and just his journey and his story. I, I feel like I've known a man his whole life. Uh, in that, one of the things that was really interesting to me um, as he was sharing, as he was talking about some of his challenges, some of the things that he dealt with, some of the things that he went through. Um, And one of the lines that I shared with him was one of the lines that we've been in in this series Uh, because he was talking about going through a painful divorce and how that changed him and what happened and and all of that and the pain and all of that. And he talked about how when he went to church, how his, uh, uh, his bishop preached the word. And I was like, you're from Denver? you know Number one, there's not a lot of bishops in Denver. Number two, you're talking about your bishop, you know, taught a message and you, you you remembered it. And he talked about this. He said one line that stuck with me. He said, You know, we're on a path and you don't know the path that God has you on, but He does and He's with you on the path. Simple, nothing deep. Um, the power of that one line is this is that on your life and in your journey, you are on a path where every day you're going to see more and more and more of God's glory. And you cannot outglory God which means what you thought was your best, God is like, I got more for you. Can I just get you to type it on the screen? There's more. So even as this gentleman was sharing all of his journey and everything that he went through, I said this to him. I said, but he said, you know, he lost half of everything. I said, well, I said, but listen, look at what you gained. I said, you maybe thought you lost that. I said, but you didn't lose if you got a lesson. And he said, you know what? I like that. You know what? I like that. He says, you're right. I got a lesson. Um, b- because you cannot look at your past and you cannot say, well, look, that was as good as it's going to get. That is not as good as it's going to get. There is more. I need you to speak that over your life. There is more for Bishop Kevin Foreman. There is more. Put your name on the screen and I'll call your name out. There is more for you. You have not reached the zenith you have not reached the apex. You have not reached the height. There is more. I don't care if you did a million dollars last year. Do two this year. I don't care if you did 10 last year. Uh, uh, do, t- uh, do 20 million this year. There is more. I don't care what height you've reached. There is more. For those of you who are driven like me, I am a driven person now. There's more for nature. There's more for Rachel. There's more for Kim. There's more for Tiana. There's more. Um, I'm driven. And, and when you're a driven person, what do what I mean by that? you're a person that you are always, there's more for Galen, more for Christina, more for Galala, more for Sharon, um, more for Crystal. When you understand that there's more and you're driven, you always have to hold on to that because the Bible says in, in Romans 5, 5, that hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. And so watch me, when you understand that hope doesn't disappoint, you always have to have hope that there's more, that this isn't it, that there's greater that there's better that more is to come better is to come than what's been when you're a driven person you have to have that why because if you don't you will get depressed you will get discouraged you will feel like what am i alive for talk to me in these comments you will feel like this is a waste why am i doing this why am i trying you will get easily discouraged you you ready for this and you will get easily offended if you are easily offended and you are easily discouraged, I need to talk to you. This means, watch me, that somewhere or somehow you have lost your sense of hope. Somehow, some way you have lost your sense that there is another level of glory, another level of his goodness. If you are easily offended, what does that mean? That means you let things easily bother you. You let things easily get you off. That's Romans 5:5. 5, 5. You let things easily tick you off. You let people easily discourage you because one person walks away. Who cares? The Bible says, you better hear me. The Bible says that they went out from us, that it might be made clear that they were not uh, of us because if they were with us, they would have continued with us. This is first John 2, 19, which means, guess what? If You do not allow somebody that walks away. Oh my God, I guess I'm not good. That's one person. There are 7 billion on this planet. I'm going to need you to recognize there is more after this. There's more after this. Well, so-and-so don't want to be my friend. You will get you a better friend. Our our May series, I love it, is called Let's Start Over, Scratch That Better. That's going to be amazing. All right. Listen, Sunday, um, last Sunday, I taught you that God's plan for your life is locked up in your seed. Genesis 8, 22, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, what is that? Seed and sequel, because a harvest is a sequel to a seed, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, what, the, what does the Bible say? Shall not cease. This is the law that governs the earth. And I love it because 8 and 22, 8 is the number of a new beginning. 22 means to witness, 2 means to witness, 2 and 2 is 4, that's creative. This is amazing um, because literally this verse prof, this verse teaches you, how to experience a new beginning. This verse teaches you how to walk in a new beginning. The Bible, congratulations on your promotion today. We celebrate you. Got to send that praise report in the app. Guys, best way to stay connected to Harvest tonight is our app. Text the word Harvest. Can I get it for you to type down on the screen? Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. And that way you'll be able to get uh, get our app and stay connected. All right. And you can send your praise reports and all of that. I taught you this. You have everything you need in seed form to produce sequels. Everything you need to produce a sequel, you have it and you have it in seed form. Um, I taught you what comes out of your mouth is a seed. Your movements or the actions you take are a seed. Your management, your stewardship over something is a seed. Ministry or serving is a seed. Money is a seed. What you do with your money is a seed. Your mistakes are a seed. And then I even taught you on this past Sunday, which was Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, that your miserable moments are a seed. Your miserable moments are a seed. First uh, 1 Corinthians 10.13 says this, no temptation. What is a temptation? It's a trial, probation, testing, being tried, calamity, or affliction. Let's break those words down. Um, let's start with trial. Sometimes your life will feel like you're on trial. Like you're being interrogated. Life is asking you a bunch of questions. How many of you feel like you've got right now in life, you have a lot of questions that you don't have the answers to? Where am I going to live? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? How many of you feel like right now you're on trial? Your life is on trial. You you are literally being interrogated. Wave at me right now. All right? Because this verse is talking to you. Wave at me. Number two, probation. Probation means but you can see it, but you can't experience the fullness of it for, of, like other people can. Probation works like this. I see other people enjoying it, but I am not enjoying it myself. I see other people doing it, but I am not able to do it myself. How many of you right now do two ways if you feel like you are on probation? You see everybody else doing what you want to do, and you feel like you are being kept from it. And it's not that you haven't even tried. It's just that all of your attempts seem like they're not working. Number three. Um, testing here's what I discover when you're being tested listen to me the teacher can't talk and for many of you, how do you know you're in the midst of a test because even though you're getting the word, you sometimes feel like God is silent to you to you you feel like he's silent like you 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 like where are you at sir listen the te- can I get you to do three waves if you feel like you're being tested feel like you're being tested. Like he's silent, like he is silent, like Lord, you're not saying anything, but guess what? when you're in a test, the teacher can't talk, and for many of you, you need to be okay with the fact that if if he's silent, that's an explanation to you that you're in a test. he, he listen, he cannot talk to in the test. What does that mean? You have to rely on the instruction you have already received. This is why I have the podcast. This is why we have the app. This is why we have YouTube. This is why we have Facebook. We have all of these resources available because if you do not, hear me clearly, if you do not um, rely on your prior teaching, shout out to those of you that are using the badges to sew. If you do not rely on your, past, uh, your prior teaching, you will not pass the test. Why? Because you can't go ask the teacher in the middle of the test. What is this answer? I'm not telling you. You should have paid attention during class. You ready? All right. Do four waves if you feel like you're being tried right now. What does that mean to be tried? Uh, It is like your limits are being tried. Your limits are being tested. You feel like you're in a stretch. You feel like you're being stretched and almost to the place where you feel like you might break if you keep stretching. You might break if you keep stretching. Can I get you to do four waves if you feel like you're in that place? You're like God I'm being tried I'm being tried I am being tried I am being tried I am being stretched I am being stretched all right this is what the word tribulation means most people when you go up in church and you heard this verse first Timothy 10, or first Corinthians 10: 13 this says no temptation temptation there listen carefully <clears throat> temptation most people thought it was about sin it has zero to do with sin no temptation that's all. We're gonna, it has nothing to do with sin all right it is a trial it is probation, it is testing, it is being tried. You ready? All right. I see lots of four ways on there. Number five, calamity. Calamity means everything that could go wrong, goes wrong. Every area, something can go wrong, it goes wrong. People start acting crazy. Uh, uh, Families start doing this. Your money is like, what's up with this? You're looking at your career, you're like, what's up with this? Do five ways if you feel like you got some calamity going on. Like everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Watch me, all at the same time, all at the same time. And then finally, and then finally, affliction. And I talked to you about affliction at the beginning of this series, that affliction causes acceleration. Um, This is none of that, no trial, no probation, no testing, not being tried, no calamity has overtaken you. Stop, you are not overtaken. It may feel that way, but this is why the seed is called a miserable moment. It's just a moment. Look at me, guys. Don't make a moment a monument. Too many people will take a moment and make a monument out of it. Too many people will take something that was only supposed to last three days, and now you didn't handle it wrong, and now it's lasted three months. Come on. For those of you who feel like your miserable moment has been on extended play, I just need you to type this word to prophesy or these words rather than prophesy, it's only a moment. It's only a moment. It's only a moment. It is only a moment. It is only a moment. It's only a moment. Do not mishandle it. And I'm so overtaken. No, you're not. Can I tell you how you're not overtaken? The fact that you had the strength to say that you were felt overtaken is proof that you are not overtaken. You're not. It is just a moment. Don't make a moment a monument. What is a monument? It is something that you erect, it, you build in a place where you were. Watch me. Where it is just a moment. There are moments. Can I be honest with you? Um, when you, if you were to sit in my seat and see some of the things um, that I deal with on a daily basis, just just to do ministry, you would be like. Yeah, dog. I mean, people. You, God's people. You have to be graced to do this. Cause I I decided I didn't want to be the type of pastor that um, loved crowds but hated people. I I didn't want that. I didn't want to secretly be like, oh God, Jesus Christ, I can't stand. I didn't want that. Um, And and, you know, many people who sit in my seat. That's it. They love the crowd. Just, "Mm -mm, you know, I'm not into people like that. Um, and I understand how people can get that way, um, but well, I have to consistently remind myself: this is just a moment. It is just a moment. It is just a moment. It is de- it is just a moment. This is not forever. This is not going to be continual. This is just a moment. Period. And if I handle this moment right, I get to move on. I get to keep it moving. I get to go forward. Um, it's so important that you understand that principle, because if you mishandle a moment, you can let an issue with somebody turn into something way more than it needs to be. Today, Bishop Bright, who's the vice chairman of our board of directors, he's, he's been with Harvard since we began, 15 years ago, from scratch with nothing. And uh, we were chatting today, and it's been three years since he's been in Denver. He'll be with us later on um, uh, this quarter. And, uh, and so it's been three years since he's been with us, and we were talking, and as we were chatting... We were just talking about why has our friendship lasted? And he and his wife were in the car. We were all on the phone. I was on the phone. He and his wife were in the car. And we were talking, why has our friendship lasted so long? And why have we we been able to grow stronger as friends and and brothers uh, in the Lord and uh, support one another? I've watched his family grow. I've watched his kids grow up. He has has been uh, part of my life for 15 years and part of Harvest Journey for 15 years. And um, part of that is because of how we handle moments. Um, He and I, we we make sure that we do not mishandle miserable moments. Um, Because, watch me, because we are committed to seeing one another do well. I want to see him win. I want to see his family win and vice versa. Because of that, we don't mishandle moments. Um, Sometimes you have to be careful because you can have people in your life where you mishandle a moment. And when you mishandle a moment, pay attention, it'll have you canceling when you need to continue. It's quiet right through here. You will be cutting people that the truth is you didn't need to cut. It was just a moment. It was a moment. It was a moment. What if God canceled you when you have moments? It's quiet right through here. It is quiet right through here. Um that's one of the things that's so important. What if God said, I'm done with you because you had a moment? How many of us can be honest that we've had moments? I have had, mo- I have had moments where I've gotten so frustrated. I have just hollered. I have had moments where I've gotten so frustrated. I took my phone and tossed my phone. I didn't toss it at anybody, um, but I tossed my phone. Come on, can I keep it real, y'all? I need you to be real with me tonight. Don't do that fake line stuff with me. You were Bishop me Let's keep it real so we can heal. I have had moments where I got on the road and just just floored it and said, whatever. I have had moments where, listen, we've all had moments, but don't make a moment a monument. I have had moments where I have just exploded. And then two minutes later, Father, please forgive me for all of that extra I just did. That was not necessary. I did not need to do all of that. I have had moments. You ready? I have had moments where I have said to God, God, like, do you hate me, sir? Now, I know good and doggone well that that man called the Lord Jesus Christ. I know he loves me and I love him. I know that without a doubt. But can I be honest? I have had moments where I have said, sir, do you not like me? Do you hate me? Because why does, listen, you get King James. Why does I have to thus dealeth with (laughs) this? We have, somebody say, I just got off a moment. You have to be real about these moments. But watch me, guys, they're moments. What you do with them, how we handle them, determines the sequel in these moments. And I'm going to deal with that tomorrow because there's somebody that mishandled that moment. And because they mishandled that moment, Literally, they forfeited their future. We're going to deal with that tomorrow because tomorrow's message is called the second set. And I'll explain more of that um, to you tomorrow. Um, Because if you mishandle these moments and you turn them into monuments, what will happen? You'll cut what you shouldn't cut. You ready? You'll do the opposite. You'll continue what you should cut. You'll, You'll run away from what you should stick with. You will stick with what you should not do because of a mishandled, miserable moment. Um, I have had people who have misunderstood things um, and thought that I was frustrated with them or angry with them or whatever. And I'd say, I literally have no clue what you're talking about. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and, and you harbored that and watch me, but what makes that good is in those instances is you got to communicate in those instances have to speak up in those instances so that you kill, watch me, so that you kill any confusion in a miserable moment. So that you kill confusion in a miserable moment. It's just a moment. Everybody hear me? It's just a moment. All right, listen to this. No temptation, and I just gave you the definitions, trial, probation, testing, trial, calamity, has overtaken you. You are not overtaken. You are not overtaken, except which is common to man, except which is common to man. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted. What is that? Trial, probation, testing, trial, calamity, affliction, beyond what you are able, which means if I'm, y'all got to hear this, if I'm in a miserable moment, if I'm in it, watch me, he can trust me in it. I'll say it another way. If I'm in it, he can trust me with it. Come on, I need y'all to say that. He can trust me. If you are in it, he can trust you with it. Guys, if you're just coming in, we're just on Instagram tonight. Do me a favor, use the triangle down there, share. Send it to some people's DM, text them, tell them to get on. We're gonna just be a short preview tonight to get you ready for tomorrow. The last 3 we're down to the last three messages of our series, the sequel, Sunday, Wednesday, and then Friday night will be in Atlanta. All right, you can trust me with it. He literally said, I am not going to allow you to experience a trial or probation or testing or being tried or calamity or affliction that you are not able to handle. Which means God says, I can trust you with this because I would not have allowed this if I could not trust you with this. I would not have allowed it. Um, I'll use this example. It's a real simple practical example. Y'all hear me talking a lot about fitness just because that's a that's a that's a big part. Uh, of my journey and every time I tell my story about how I've lost now over 110 pounds and all that naturally and all that it inspires people um and people think wow, wow I was on the plane with that man yesterday <laughs> he saw me pictures of his safari and everything and then uh, we were talking about fitness and stuff and I told him that and he said oh my god no way no way and I saw the picture said oh my god um but what's amazing to me is I look at when I first started I only started in the gym February of 2021 because I did not want to go to the gym because I saw all these guys with the gyms that had no neck. They were like this here. And I said, I don't want that. I said, I want a neck. Um, I said, I do not want to be super bulky like that. That's just me. Nothing against those that are That's just me. I didn't want to be that. And um, I was looking today at how I have begun to max out many of the machines that a year ago, I was at the top. Like, you know, I was, you know, only a couple of, a uh, couple of rungs down. Now, y'all laughing about the nigga. I'm serious. I look, I said, I'm not going to be walking around. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. I'm not doing that. That's not, no, I ain't going to be able to do that. All right. And so listen. So in that, I, um <laughs> in that, um I looked at how I begun to max out many of them. And when you begin to, you know, max them out. And I like me personally, I like free weights, but I like the machine because it keeps your form good. I like good form because you can lift a lot, but if your form is wrong, you'll build your muscle and you'll you'll build a deformed muscle because you didn't build it the right way. And so, um, what I thought I couldn't bear a year ago, I'm doing it now. Somebody said, "Looking, called Bishop Debo." I know, right? I'm handling it now. I need you to listen. There are certain things. Pay attention. That the Lord, He's literally been training you. But watch me. He lets you go through a trial, you handle it. So put more weight on it. 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 He lets you go through probation. Put more weight on it. Put more weight on it. Put more weight on it. Let you go through a testing, through trial, through calamity, through affliction. Put more weight on it. Put more weight on it. Put more weight on it. Here's the truth. You are stronger today than you've ever been. I need a few of y'all to testify. Tell your story. Who knows that without a shadow of a doubt, you're stronger today. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about emotionally. I'm talking about with wisdom. I'm talking about financially. I'm talking about in your family. I'm talking about in your faith. You are stronger today than you were, have ever been in your entire life. Tell your story. If you're not, then don't lie. But if you can tell your testimony that you are stronger today than you've ever been, tell your story. Tell your testimony and watch me. Not perfect, but you got progress. Not perfect, but I got progress. I was literally in the gym looking at that today. I was like, wow. Um, on Wednesday, uh, my, my, I call him my bro cuz. He's my cousin, now, but we have a, a brotherhood. And um, uh, he, was, he came in town. He was, he was working, doing some business stuff, and he came in town. He came in on Wednesday night live, and he, uh, he walked into the auditorium. And, um, uh, I've been challenging him on his fitness journey. And, uh, he came over, he gave me a hug after I preached and he told me after church, he said, listen, he said, whatever you're doing in the gym, he said, and he was joking. He said, I, I, I broke, uh, gave you a hug and he said, I almost broke my hand hugging your back. I said, oh, okay. Come on back. Come on back. Progress, 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 progress. I'm just using that as an example. For some of you, a year ago, had you been dealing with some of what you're dealing with now, you would have snapped, crackled, and pop. You know what you did this year? You were like, mm, I need to calm down. Mm, I need to pray. Come on, y'all wait with me if I'm telling the truth. Mm, I, I need to apologize for how I handled that. Mm, I need to apologize for what I said. Mm, I do not have to do all that. I took that way too far. Progress. Progress. To God be the glory. Thank you. To God be the glory. I always, always got to have a goal in front of me. All right? Listen, beyond. he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, which means if you are in it, he can trust you with it. Period. Period. If you are in it, he can trust you with it. Can I get you to just say that out of your mouth? God, you can trust me. God, you can trust me. God, you can trust me. All right? But let's get this part right here. But with the temptation, this is good. But with the temptation, he will make a way of escape. Watch this. Watch this part of the verse. God says, with your trial, your probation, you're testing, you're being tried, your calamity, your affliction. With that, I add to that a sequel. It's the way of escape. I add that. I add a sequel to it. I add a sequel to it. Meaning, pay attention, meaning with the miserable moment, I literally, if you handle it right, there's a sequel in it. Because the miserable moment is a C. There's a sequel in it. For everybody dealing with, you did the hand wave, and you're dealing with one of those miserable moments right now, whether it's trial, probation, testing, tried, calamity, or affliction. If you're dealing with one of those right now, I just need you to type this on the screen. There's a sequel in this. There's a sequel in this. Literally, God says, the same time I approve the trial, the same time I approve the temptation, the probation, the testing, being tried, the calamity and affliction, because he has to approve that stuff. Let me help you with this. In Job chapter one, we learn that the enemy cannot just do what he wants to do to you. He has to get approval to do anything. There is a sequel in this. In fact, you ready for me? This is, is going to make me shout. I feel like running out. The same time that God scheduled and approved and scheduled the temptation is the same time he approved and scheduled the sequel. Come on, Saturday night. The same time God said to Job or said to Satan, you can mess with Job, is the same time God says, yep, because I'm going to give him double. The same time he said, you can mess with Job's family, you can mess with Job's body, you can do this, is the same time that God says, yep, I'm going to give him double. I'm going to give him double. It's happened at the same time. It happened at the same time. That's what the verse says. But with, meaning at the same time, the temptation, he makes a way of escape. At the same time, God says, listen, there's a sequel in this. And the next will be better than the present or the previous. At the same time, at the very same time, He approved you going through this because He has to approve it. Is the same time. Now, that's joy for somebody. Somebody should shout off of that because below you said the devil's doing this, the devil's doing this. Listen, He can't do nothing that the Lord didn't approve. So if God approved it, God says, this is for your good, right? But with the temptation, at the same time, he will make a way of escape. That's the sequel. That's the sequel. God says, I got you, I got you. I've already made a sequel. You better handle this right. Don't you act a fool, you handle this right. If you act a fool, go fix what you did. That's a word for some of you tonight. There's something where you you didn't handle it right. You need to go fix it. If I'm talking to you, come on. I need you to wave at me. If there's something right now, you know you did not handle a miserable moment right and you need to fix it, wave at me. I just heard the Lord loud and clear. Come on, y'all. Flow with me for just a moment. I heard him loud and clear. He says, there's some of you on here tonight where you mishandled your miserable moment. And watch me. And this preview tonight, is, is God's invitation to you to go fix what you didn't handle right. Y'all not talking to me tonight. You're not talking to me tonight. Let's go. Where are you at? I see you. I got you. No guilt, guys. No condemnation. I want to pray for you. In fact, I want to cover you. I want to pray for you tonight. Not to judge you. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for every person that is doing that hand with emoji. That can be honest that there are some miserable moments they didn't handle right and they need to go fix them. I pray you give them the grace to do it. You give them the wisdom to do it. You give them the words to do it. You give them the instructions to do it. And that God, that you would uh, use this as a pattern to teach them concerning the future. God, I curse uh, um, a a spirit of condemnation. Mm -mm, mm -mm, We're not doing that. I curse A spirit of that feels like there is too much finality where it can't be fixed or it's not worth fixing. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And I release, Father, the grace to do it now. In Jesus name, we pray in Jesus name, we pray in Jesus name, we pray. All right. Um, So um, temptation, the Bible said in in First Corinthians 13, it's common to man. But guess what? You're no longer a common man. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Why do we mishandle miserable moments? I'll tell you why. It's because we go illegally dig up a dead version of ourselves. I'll say it again. We go illegally dig up a dead version of ourselves. I'll say it a third time. We. What do you mean illegally dig up? if If someone has been buried, you have to get a permit. You cannot just go to a gravesite and start digging up bodies. That's a crime in most jurisdictions. I would imagine all that's a crime. What happens when we're in a miserable moment, what we do is we will run to what's comfortable and to run to what's comfortable, you go dig up a version of you that the Bible says is dead. You, watch me. Can, can I go to here, ladies? Ladies, can I sit going for a moment? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, allow me to channel my inner, my inner, uh, 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 not inner, but allow me to channel uh, this real quick. You will go dig up a version of you that is doing all of this extra. You will go run and dig up a version of you that is doing all of this drama. Oh, ladies, I'm going to get the fellas too. Fellas, you will go dig up a version of you that you said you are not anymore. You go dig that up. And so you popping off, but it's illegal because you just dug up a corpse. You, you, You acting a fool, but you just dug up a corpse. Watch me. You have trust issues. So now everybody you meet is on probation. It's not wisdom. You put them on probation from Jump Street. So if anything, if anything looks like it could remotely, closely, kind of, sort of, likely be something that you think you've already been through. Ah, oh, nah. Ah, oh, nah. You're doing all this. You're popping off. You're doing, all, you're doing all that. For what? You have dug up a corpse. Ain't nobody going to talk to me like that. Corpse digger. You're a corpse digger. That's what you are. And I command you in the name of Jesus to put that thing back in the grave. You're a corpse digger. You're a corpse digger. You're digging up a dead version of you. Listen, let me go back to me. Can I just use me an example? I have had some people do some really awful things to try to hurt me. Awful things to try to um, uh, uh, defame me. Awful things to lie on me. I'm like, listen, I remember telling the Lord one time, I was like, Lord, I'm not be doing none of this crazy stuff. I said, look, I don't know go they going do it. Anybody ever been there? you like, listen, all of this stuff being said, ain't none of it true. This is craziness. This is ridiculous. Lord, but look, if, if, if it's going to be the narrative, shoot, I might as well go gone out there and do it. I've had people do some awful things. If I told you some of the things that people have done, you'd be like, what? And the thing about me is I got receipts. Come on here. Call me Petty Murphy. Listen, I keeps the receipts. I got the receipts. Huh? Got the documentation. I'd be like, Lord, like this is crazy. This is a mess. This is a mess. You ready? This is a mess. But watch me. When 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 I'm interacting with the people I lead, I do not hold them on probation. I do not look at them side-eyed because of how somebody else has has, has handled me. I don't. And gotta be honest, for a while I did. For a while, I did. For a while, I was like, oh, no, no. Right, Petty Murphy. Petty Murphy. Uh, (laughs) Somebody says Petty (laughs) LaBelle. I said, God. I said, listen, this is crazy. But I said, you know what? I cannot dig up. I cannot dig up that version. I said, I cannot walk around mad and angry and bitter and distrusting. And I can't. I said, because that I can't flow and function that way. I can't. I can't dig that up. I can't dig up that version of me. I, I can't, that's I me. Mean, I have to take wisdom, but I can't, I can't do it that way. Some of you, every new thing, you turn into an old thing, and you blame new, you'll blame new. Get a new job, it's your boss. New church, it's your pastor. New car, it's the car. New house, it's the car, or oh, it's the house. New city. It's the city. Everything is always everybody else. But can I tell you, it's not. You are a corpse digger. It can't be always everybody all the time. You're a corpse digger. You dig up a version of you that God says, kill that. Kill that. Sure, you get wisdom. Sure, you apply principles. Sure, uh, you open your eyes. Sure, you handle things with maturity and prudence but you do not you cannot you cannot be a corpse digger you can't you can't we can um i'll even go here i'll use myself as an example again i'm just i use me as an example just just because it's easier to use me as an example i know me um my natural personality this or not it was very shy you put me on a stage, I would come alive. I remember in second grade, Dunbar Elementary School, Memphis, Tennessee. I was a spokesperson for uh Smucker's. Y'all know Smucker's jellies and jams and that whole, all that brand. As a spokesperson. You put me on a stage, I did that. I was the the spokesperson in the Memphis what is it called? The Memphis Commercial Appeal, the newspaper. And they rolled out this new homework thing. I mean, I you you put me on a stage, I came alive. Um, but but off the stage, I was so shy and I used to sweat very profusely. So I was, I was a shy sweater. Do you hear me? Sweater. Do you hear me? And, um, and the Lord literally had to change my nature so that I would be able to walk into any room, into any environment and make sure that I connect with people and make sure that I was a builder of people and I handled things. I handle things differently. I was, I was a shy sweater. Sweater. Trying to not say it right. You ready? It was that way. That version of me had to die. So every now and then, can I be honest with you? When that tries to rise up, I'm like, oh, no no no, 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 no. That's dead. That's dead. That's dead. That's dead. Every now and then, when nervousness, and it, you know, and it had become some of the craziest times. Every now and then, nervousness, oh no. Listen, look at how God totally changed that around to where my moniker is, the people's bishop, Right? Um, so for some of you, here's what you're saying. That's just how I am. mm That's me. What if who you were was only sufficient to get you to this level, but now that version of you has to die? I just don't like doing all of that. Well, maybe you need to change. I remember when we were when we were getting ready to plant the church. I've told this story before, and we're done. I remember when we were getting ready to plant the church. I um I, I knew business because I'd been building businesses since I was twelve years old. I've been in ministry since I was twelve. So I knew it. I, I knew that I could do it. Um that part was easy. What I hadn't done on a consistent basis, now I was I would teach and preach and leave, but like a a a full quote-unquote message or sermon. Of course, we call them life-giving messages at Harvest. I was an associate pastor, and so I would do that. And, you know, I was always teaching, but like when I I literally was driving down the street and fear hit me like, (sighs) I mean, it knocked me back. And I was driving down the street and fear asked me this question. How are you going to come up with something new to preach every week? And I was like, oh, wow, that's a good question. How are you gonna have something fresh to say every week? Is this helping anybody? Like, how are you gonna have a word every week? And then I started thinking, I like, well, man, some money that these preachers ain't got nothing to say. Um, I was like, it's, you know, you gotta come up with something every week. And then twice a week. And I used to do a nine fifteen message and an eleven fifteen message, it would be two different messages on a Sunday. I did two different messages and then the midweek. Um I was like, how am I going to come up with something like that thing? It, it put great fear in me because I was like. <laughs> how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Um, and what did I have to do? I had to make that version die. I had to make that version die and say, no, nope, I got this. Can I be honest with you? Um, That is the least of my concerns now. It is the very least of them Uh, because I hear from God clearly and I articulate what I hear from God. And I I could care less what anybody else is doing because I know I am responsible to say what he has told me to say. For some of you, here's what you're saying. I can't do this. Yes, you can change, 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 change. Yes, you can change. Well, I don't have the skills. Get them. Get them. Well, I don't know how to do it. Listen, God don't want to hear that. What he wants to hear you say is old things have passed away. They have died. What does the Bible say? All things. Come on, can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? All things have become new. Change. Make it new. Make it new. Come on, there's that word again, Transmutation. Somebody said, I used to be shy, too. The one day I got tired of it. I understand. I understand, right? All things. Listen, tomorrow's, uh, let me just say this. If you miss Wednesday's message, it was a whole, uh, what do they call it? A whole mood. You really need to go watch it or listen to the podcast. Um, it was powerful. It was super powerful. Get our app. It's pinned to the page, how to get our app. You can watch it there. You can watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook, all of that. Um, tomorrow's message is already mentioned. It's called the second set because there is somebody that, although they were supposed to be new, they dug up an old version of themselves. They were a corpse digger. And notice I didn't say grave digger. I said corpse digger because you are literally going for the old version of you. You are literally going for the old version of you. In a grave, you're not necessarily going for the corpse. You've got the tomb. You've got what was on the corpse. You have got the accoutrement that were there. Um, but if you are dealing with um, a corpse, you are going for over to you. I'm going to introduce you to somebody tomorrow who was very popular in the Bible, super popular, popular even amongst uh, in Judaism, super popular, super popular. But, but, <laughs> but he dug up an old version of himself. And we're going to, I'm going to show you a pattern tomorrow to show you how to not mishandle those miserable moments. Um, because something ended up happening to him. Somebody said, who, who Bishop? I'm going to introduce you to him tomorrow at 915 and 1115 AM. That's mountain time or 1115 and 1:15 Eastern time. Guys, do me this favor If you haven't shared, I want to encourage you to share. When you share, people get saved. 222 people, as of yesterday, have given their life to the Lord. I think that's a prophetic thing Two is the biblical number of witness. Um, So that plus whatever comes in tonight, um, we'll see. But when you share, people get saved. I do the previews to get you excited about the word. And so I plan on doing the previews through the end of April. um, And I am considering um, discontinuing the previews after the month of april we'll see we'll see all right if you share uh we'll see we'll see okay but i need you to share when you share that sends me a message all right if this blessed you you can sew into it how can you sew you can use the badges they're available for you here on cash app um or me, on cash app on instagram you can use cash app which is dollar sign bishop form with the number two at the end you can also use paypal venmo zell give or in Given, that's Give Through Crypto. All of that's available. The email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. It's going to be um, a phenomenal, um, phenomenal word tomorrow. I want to encourage you, if this blessed you, to sow into it tonight. Um, And so, you know what? Let's just stick with those twos for the decisions, for witness, for all of that. Stick with those twos. Genesis 822, the law that governs the earth. How you handle a miserable moment is a seed that produces a sequel. All right. You can do that. Last, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, this is your opportunity to give your life to the Lord. Or number two, if you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, this is your moment. You're not watching me by accident. Nothing with God is by accident. He's into the details. He's into the details of your life like that. And so if you need to do that tonight, all you need to do, and I count to three, if you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, or be like, Bishop, I need to be sure because I'm not sure. On the count of three, do a Hand wave your emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Respond right now. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. I got you. I got you. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. If that's you, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure you that that hand emoji or say, it is me right there. I'm counting you down. Five, waiting on you. Four. Oh, praise God. Awesome word tonight. Listen to God be the glory. All right. Hey y'all, I got my TikTok back while I'm in the middle of this countdown for invitations. We covered that thing in prayer and they told me it was permanently banned. And I said, you don't permanently ban me. You got the right plan, but the wrong man. Did we not hit that thing in prayer? And then that next day, that Thursday, uh, I believe, they confirmed and communicated that I I would have it back. And we got it. I got it back on Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, Lord. All right. All right. So anyway, so we got it back. So we'll be on pop-up tomorrow for the 9.15, 11.15. All right, five, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Four, three, waiting on you. Two, even if you're watching the preview. One, even if you're watching the preview, I just want everybody to pray this with me real fast. Even if you went to school with Jesus, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for your love for me. I confess from my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're sure now, or you looked at this on the preview, um, I need you to text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. They're gonna post it in the comments, but uh, I told you that we we're gonna get it back, y'all. First Samuel 319, and the Lord is with the man of God. and was uh, One of those words fall to the ground. All right, so we sure did get it back. They said, permanently, man, wouldn't even let me in it, permanent. I said, oh no. And somebody said, well, you can just start a new one. I said, I'm not doing that. I said, they are gonna give me that one back. And they sure did, to God be the Lord. All right, love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Uh, Dream Team, I'll see y'all in the morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll be together uh, sharing. I've got some great updates and things to share with you tomorrow morning uh, as I pour into my dream team, those that serve. And then tomorrow, 9, 15, 11, 15, it's on and popping. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, I am aware of this. This will be healed and gone by tomorrow. Um, Somebody said I got a dot on my head earlier when we started. It's not a dot. uh, It is healing. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. See you online in the morning.